0: Brought to you by Joy Sauce I'm Jarek Smith And I'm Robinick Fernandez And you're listening to Brown Boy Love (laughs) Okay
1: Each episode
0: will take you on our journey As we search for our next shared lover Along the way, we talk about sex, relationships, and all things intimacy with our friends and families. What are we talking about today, Jarek? Well, since this is our first episode, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought we might start off with how you and I met. Okay, okay, okay. And then we'll get into the art, or rather the tradition of gay cruising. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, 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 you know. And I think we'll answer a touchy question from a friend of ours to close us out. Special shout out to our fabulous Sugar Daddy at Joy Sauce, whose support is what makes this podcast possible and why you can stream Brown Boy Love wherever you get your podcasts now. Joy Sauce is a new
1: media platform celebrating Asian American and Pacific Islander voices. There you will find music, videos, and stories by and for AA NPI creatives and their allies. Ten point bonus. Just a small disclaimer, this podcast contains mature language and content, so if you have little ones, here's a heads up. Yeah,
0: I love doing this too. Okay, okay. Get comfortable. Red leather, yellow leather. What was the other thing you said? Mm -hmm. What was the other thing you said? High roller, low roller, lower roller. High roller, lower, lower roller roller. <laughs> what is it? What is it? High roller, lower, lower roller roller. <laughs> High roller,
1: shoot. High roller, low roller, lower
0: roller. High roller, low roller. <laughs> forget it. Forget it. Forget forget it. it.
1: <clears throat> Welcome to our first episode. Woo! Our first episode. <laughs>
0: You just wooed. I Yeah, that was a good woo. And that was a really good woo. I'm I not think, a woo girl. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Are you excited?
1: I'm so excited for this. Okay. Yeah. This is something that is so new to me. And mm. also I really love ASMR. And so just hearing
0: your voice through my headphones is like just music to my ears. Oh my God. When I was growing up, whenever... Anybody said "sweet nothings" into somebody's ear? I was like, "What are they saying?" You get the goosebumps, don't you? Yeah, and so. now I can say "sweet nothings" into your oh, ear. I love it.
1: I'm getting the goosebumps right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Well,
0: I want to start off talking
1: about who we are. For me, it's just been such a great journey already, and I think it's really interesting our our story. Do you?
0: Yeah, me too. Yeah.
1: How did it all begin, Robin Inc.? Oh, well, I think it was way before you. There was a time when my soon-to-be ex-husband was traveling and I was hanging out with my best friend. Oh, which best friend is this? Oh, my best friend Casey. No one You knows. went to Casey? I did.
0: Oh my god. Okay, go, go.
1: It was yeah. And so he's like, Yeah, come, let's go to a bar, let's meet up at this place called Pony. Do you remember Pony?
0: Mm-hmm. Pony, porn on the walls, Glory Hall in the bathroom.
1: Amazing
0: yes. kind of
1: CD place. So um it's it's kind of popular for tourist spots now as a tourist spot now. Well. Is it? well, I mean pre pandemic, I think it was. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, anyways, I think um, we had a really amazing time, and there was a guy that was flirting with me. What's his name? What's his social? I'm not going number? to tell you, and I still <laughs> know this person. But it was really, wait, who is it? I'm not going to tell you. I am fine. fine. This is <laughs> don't get jealous. I'm not getting jealous I'm just curious. And this attractive handsome man okay. <laughs> um, was flirting and it was really nice and so I didn't cheat and I could have. And so I went back to my soon-to-be ex-husband and we started talking about opportunities of an open relationship. A month went by and that's when we started really exploring together extramarital sex. <laughs> yes. Sex.
0: <laughs>
1: and it was it was great. I mean, it was new to me and and so we started I didn't even want to be on the apps. You know what I'm talking about like Grindr and
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, and now and Casey was the person that put it on my phone and somehow took my phone and wow. put it on
0: poison I know
1: <laughs> <laughs> and so I started on grinder and and then I went on Tinder and I became addicted and uh and so yeah I think that's where we started do we meet on Tinder
0: we met on Tinder yep yep yeah but where did you meet my ex-husband I met him on grinder and
1: scratch. Okay. I Tell me a little bit about at,
0: that because I don't know about the gr- meeting your husband on Grinder. Yeah. Well, I think it was before the time it had the kind of the tap function. <laughs> okay. So it was just like a regular schmegular. I'm Schmegular. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna send this guy a nude. Actually, you know what? I was never really into nudes. Like oh. giving nudes. Uh huh. Yeah. What? No, I mean, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> to start, <laughs> to, start <laughs> to start off, I was totally into like, okay, I'm just going to take my shirt off or whatever. And okay. then gradually, like, sure, there are uh-huh. nudes. But yeah. <laughs> then we started talking and he invited me out to places. And um, yeah. Yeah, you dated for about six months, right? I mean,
1: yeah, I think it was about six months. He told me a lot about you all the time that you were really great and we should connect. And Mm -hmm. yeah, but I mean, I knew about you a little bit, you know, from Tinder. And then, but we really
0: didn't date. I wasn't really. You weren't trying to have it. No, I was not trying to have it. But you were interested in me. You were interested in me, but you weren't trying to have it. If you, you say were, so. No, you were playing hard to get. I know if you were. If you say so. First of all, first of all, I was in a, a cafe in yes. the back of a bookstore. Yes. I
1: miss that cafe, by the way. Oh my God, I miss it so much. Yeah, I love coffee shops. Yeah, that was sort of like
0: uh, serendipitous for us to- Oh my care. God, I love that movie. I love that movie. Too. <laughs> <laughs> serendipity, yes. Yeah. But no, I mean, it was, it was. I get the serendipity in our meeting because we were in a bookstore together. I was kind of just I don't know studying, I guess. And in the corner of my eye, I see you. Yeah, I know you saw me, <laughs> but I didn't want to. I didn't want to. You hid from me. I, I hid. I hid from you because I was. I was in grad school at the time, so I was. I was actually busy. I think it was because your outfit wasn't really on point. Are you
1: serious? <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I just came back from shopping and oh, I saw that and like, you no, just hit your uh, head. And, and I think it was because of your Lenovo type of computer laptop. I, oh <laughs> I oh, totally oh, oh <laughs> my
0: God. First of all, it was a MacBook, but I did have a Samsung <laughs> after that, which is what you're trying to call me out on. And that is rude. Okay. <laughs> Wow. I was hiding from you, but you were so adamant in trying to say anything to me that you, (laughs) you walked up to me even as my head was down and I was, my head was in a book and I had my hat on and my hoodie on. You decided to lean really, really low and look under the brim of my hat and was like, oh, uh, hi. As if... As if it was just, oh, I'm just bumping into you, but no, it wasn't. Oh hi, oh hi. Yeah, you were yeah. just you. You just got up in my face and was like, I, I think we talk on Grinder and also, or we talk on Tinder and also. When you said that, you said it so loud. <laughs> That the rest of the the coffee shop heard us. And it is it was a really popular spot. There were so many people in there. And you were like, yeah, I think we met on a dating app. And I'm just like, damn, why are you <laughs> like... <laughs>
1: I, you know, I'm very upfront that way. I really, when I see someone that I'm really interested in or want to engage. Yeah, see, see, Yeah, you I were will interested. talk. No, no, no. I was you interested, were interested. I was interested. Okay. But then
0: you started acting like, oh, I'm going to make well, this
1: guy Well, I change mean, me you know, my my partner at the time really, really liked you and I really did not want to invest. I had way too many other things going on and I think it was actually good that we spent some time not knowing each other. But here we are now, yeah. right? And it's been really great. Can you tell me a little bit about how you felt in a three-way relationship? Because af- soon after we were in in a three-way relationship.
0: Yeah, I think that whole time I was, I really needed attention, and I really wanted to experiment. Why did you
1: need attention? Did you think it was because, I mean, you were so new to this group of friends and group. And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Well, before I'm meeting you or and your husband, I was in a five or four year relationship with my first boyfriend. Before that, I was in a five year relationship with a girl and from college or from high school and halfway into college. Yeah. Those were monogamous relationships. They were pretty long term for, for me, at least. And they were serious relationships. And the whole time, I think I was buying into what it meant to be a man in, in different capacities. With the woman, I was, I don't know, I tried to be like this straight man. It was so weird, you know? And I tried to be like this macho, like, oh, I got it, babe. Yeah, you want that McChicken? I got you. What? You know, everything. I swear to God, I think I went into debt during that relationship because I paid for everything. You paid for
1: all the McNuggets. And well,
0: actually, it was a lot of Wendy's. Okay, I love the Wendy's. I love a Frosty. I love a Frosty with the fry. I love a chocolate Frosty with the fry. Okay, okay. okay well, okay. We, well we're in college, and I, and, I, and I was trying to be this man, what I thought a man should be. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'm gay, mm. you know? And I came out to my girlfriend and she was cool with it at first uh, until she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and we broke up. I mean, I really did love her. Yeah. You know, and then we broke up and it was a hard breakup and I fell into the arms of this really sexy
1: mm. man. Oh, man.
0: And yeah, he fucking like... I, I don't even know. He was like this Indian prince and he just <laughs> took care of me. And having another man do that for me was so weird. Yeah. And he he like took control of the relationship, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And that felt really cool. But then Was it he older? I mean, he was still pretty young. He was older by about five years. Okay. Yeah. And that kind of relationship felt good at first. And then it felt kind of I mean, you know, I turned into like somebody who was dependent on this person, yeah. you know, and I was trying to do my own thing. Yeah. There was a lot of love there, but it was also like, yeah, it just wasn't for me
1: yeah, towards the end.
0: For sure. And so I really needed something to, I, I need to grow into my own, you know, dating wise. And uh, and you definitely did. And I definitely <laughs> did. And, like, and so I was like, yeah, why don't I fuck around with some married people? Yeah, and you did. That's all I looked <laughs> for on the apps. No, I'm just kidding. I really didn't. I, I honestly kind of stayed away from married people. Oh, okay. Why? Why is that? Well, I was like, well, what are they doing on here if they're married? Like, I didn't understand. You know, yeah. I didn't, I was so far removed from what an open relationship was.
1: Trust me, I, I was probably there right around the same time you were. I was still being married, I was still confused, and I was still cautious of what I was doing on on dating apps. Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, I feel you about that. I definitely feel you about that. But like, so what did you like about being in a, in a three-way relationship?
0: I just love that there were different ways of being with another human being.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I got something from, I got something totally different from your husband that you didn't give to me. Yeah, and I, I gave your husband something totally different that I just couldn't give to you. You know. Yeah. Being in in a relationship, like while being in a relationship with two people or more than one person, a non monogamous relationship, (laughs) I saw a different reflection of myself in those two different instances. And I felt like I had a fuller experience of of myself.
1: Yeah. I think my experience from our three year relationship was, for the most part, really positive. I really enjoyed sort of being a part of a, a unit. a unit where it functioned in multiple ways. Like mm-hmm. I loved having my own space when I needed it. I also knew and recognized when I needed to be there for my partners mm-hmm. separately and as well as together. And I also loved just as a as a household, we were really on top of everything, like cleaning and making dinner mm-hmm. and picking up groceries and taking care of our cat. It was always, there was always something going on and it was never boring. Yeah, I think that it's nice and I'm really glad that that type of relationship really pulled us together. What do you want now from
0: our our relationship? We're here because... Yeah, I mean, during the pandemic, yeah. you were my pandemic buddy, my <laughs> pandemic companion. And that word companion is really important. Our relationship has changed so much from like being, I don't know, lovers and cheaters, friends to companions to, I don't know. We've had so many different iterations of what you and I are. And especially during the pandemic, that kind of highlighted all of our vulnerabilities, and yeah. we're still sticking it out. And we're still sticking it out. And I think what's really great
1: now is that we're really on this podcast to, I wanna share what it's going to be like next for us. Yeah.
0: I mean, at the end of the day, we are two brown boys. Yeah. We're loving each other. We're learning what love is and what it can be. And this is, for me, this is a way to record that, you know, to just follow uh, ourselves into this jiggy jungle of being with other people. I, I think opening, being in an open relationship broadened my perspective on what queer love can be.
1: Yeah, I think in some ways it's been so refreshing to be in a relationship with you and I'm learning to reopen or unlearn things so I'm so happy to be doing this together really finding our next
0: lover or lovers
1: lovers. I think we should start off slowly what do you mean slowly well you know I mean just a little tease until we get a bigger house are you serious yes I need my own
0: restroom I'm- okay, okay. Looking for a third. Looking for a third. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well,
1: I think we need to talk about the prerequisites of a third.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's good. That's that's really good.
1: Do you know, I mean, like, if we're going to be really, really busy,
0: what type of support do we need? Mm, mm, because are you going to be cooking us dinners? <laughs> or are you going to be sweeping the floors and, like, making things look pretty? We need a balance. You know what I mean? We need balance. Yeah. But uh, also, also... We're not looking for we're not looking for a servant. We're not looking for a houseboy. That is not what we're looking for. Like we'll do the same for you. Yes, we will. We really will.
1: (laughs) But so I mean, these are pre like the prerequisites of having a third is that you have to be one of them is that you have to be really interesting, mature, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, like not. Mature in like mature, the like a
0: forty-five, sense. To no fifty, daddy. Hopefully, like really set in their career. Yes, <laughs> doesn't need to live with us
1: necessarily.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> wow. No, I think what. But if you do want to live with us, you will need to be making a little. A bit more cash so that we can like grow in a in a big enough space together.
1: Yeah, for sure. We need closet space. That's what we need well, because we, tru- truly. Can mm-hmm. we do a remodel of our? We need storage. Space? Yeah, we do. We need do storage. need storage. <laughs> <laughs> so that's another prerequisite. <laughs> um, no, I I think that when I say mature, we need to think about maturity and not just not an age necessarily but being ready to be ready to take on responsibility of working a relationship of two mm. with two yes. other
0: people we're all about communication here yes so yes. i think we're going to build upon those prerequisites okay maybe they're not prerequisites that that sounds a little final Yes, there's a finality yes. in in the tone, and people are sh- people can people change shift. Yeah, uh, they shift. It's very fluid. We could shift. Yeah, we can change. I mean, tomorrow we might be wanting something different. But we're not like um, we don't shift all the time. I mean, we have some consistency. Yes, we just organically
1: <laughs> we organically learn and grow. hmm hmm
0: All about supporting and nurturing the changes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay. (laughs) So we've focused a lot of
1: our time and energy towards building each other. Mm, yeah, we really worked on us. Yes, and so now I, I'd like to experience somebody, somebody else. Somebody else, <laughs> <laughs> maybe with you or not with you. It, whatever you feel comfortable. But I mean, I think it's time to think about how we search for someone that can be a part of our
0: lives. Well, one of the ways of searching, I guess, is. Via cruising.
1: Yeah, I think traditionally cruising is a little bit more anonymous and it's done in public areas Mm -hmm. that's not in the home and it's part of our gay history. But I think now cruising is a little bit more flexible, don't you think?
0: Yeah, I think in part because cruising was also out of necessity. Right? Like it was secretive.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Through that secrecy, there was, I think in my time, I really liked the secrecy because it was edgy. There was a lot of unknowns.
0: Yeah. You said that it's a logistical thing. Uh, I mean, it's a, okay. a logistical thing.
1: Okay, for me as a college student, I was really, I was really hungry like all the time. <laughs> I was like so hungry. <laughs> so every time like a car would, you know, drive past me and like honk and mm. ask me where the Asian art museum was. Mm. Um, This is the
0: etymology of a snack yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. And I needed it. I needed it. So you needed a break from studies. Yeah, well,
1: I used it so then I could get a hamburger at the Deluxe. A
0: hamburger? Well, I was- No self-respect. I know. Oh my God.
1: And then I would be like, oh, I'm full. My stomach is hurting. I'm sorry.
0: And then I would leave. Like, I cannot bottom.
1: You know, I mean, it was a little bit dangerous, but in a very, like you wanted that danger
0: yeah there is danger but i also think there's a level of safety there yes Mm -hmm. because if you were to go to any other place where somebody might not be looking for sex or intimacy you might get a Attacked. Well, I mean, cruising, there is a lot of, there's not a little bit. Okay. I'm saying there's some some sense of safety in in knowing like, oh, if I go to this place, yes. I know I can find pleasure.
1: Yes, there are areas like um, back when I was in college, it was Volunteer Park. Mm-hmm. And that, that area is where a lot of the gay cruising happened and it was a safe I I felt like it was a safe space and people were either in their car waving or honking, having lunch and then they would They try and pick you up. They try and pick you up. We either go to a different location or we like stay in the park and that's where we go. And the landscaping really helped (laughs) for Very good, very good landscaping. Yeah, very good landscaping helped for for us doing our thing. Um,
0: (laughs) I think that it's still dangerous for sure. Like in a Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I I get what you're saying. I think that there's a little bit a little bit of danger of not knowing who this person is, not knowing what their se- history with other sexual partners is, and there's some there's something enticing about that risk. I also think about the what is that movie? Scary movie. Scary movie. Yeah. Do you yeah. remember when they're in the movie theaters? Yes. And like. Somebody goes into the bathroom and they look through this hole and then they they hear the sound and it's like making them giddy. (laughs) And then they're like, what what are you saying? What are you saying? And then he puts his ear to the hole and then boom, a penis comes out. Yes, I do remember And like kills him. It's like a fake big ass penis. I always, always think about that when I'm cruising. The big penis? Yeah, and like dying (laughs) via like ear puncture. Oh no. (laughs) Well- Oh my god. Okay. So I have another cruising story. Oh, tell me. Tell that me. That ended in a really nice a really nice platonic way. So cruising can can be really sexual and intense. Yes. It can be dangerous and risky. Yes. It can be safe. Yes. Sort of. Um but also you can meet some friends through cruising. Yeah, for sure. One time I was walking down the street. Okay. (laughs) It was the summer of 2019. I was wearing my shorts because i love the shorts you do you have nice thighs i hate pants you do you hate i pants. really loathe them other than these like really nice sweats that i just got mm. for the winter but anyways so i was wearing my my <laughs> shorts i was feeling really good i got a haircut and whenever i get a haircut i feel like my personality changes <laughs> yes like seriously and also depending on the type of haircut like if i get a mohawk if i get a mohawk you've
1: had a mohawk in 2019
0: yeah I don't remember that. I go through different. Okay, so when I have different hairstyles, I become this totally new person oh, for some reason. Okay, and this time I think I had a really a really high fade short on the top yeah. you know I was feeling agile I don't know <laughs> so I'm walking down the street and I make eye contact with this older gentleman we're walking towards each other and like he's wearing these cute tight shorts he's looking like really his hair is is also very kept well very, you know he, he he put in some work to like yes and he had this really nice shade of silver Oh, nice. Yeah. So he was like a, a silver fox or, Ooh, or whatever nice. you, you say. And um, daddy. A daddy. A silver daddy. A silver daddy. Anyways, because I got that haircut, I was feeling a little bit more um, confident, mischievous. Mischievous? hmm. Okay. I was like, I'm going to give this person hell. And so you know what I do? What? As I'm getting closer to him, I kind of fix my junk. Okay. And he like looks at my package. Yes. And he's like, Oh my God. You know, like I can just tell that like, okay, he just looked at me. Yeah. And then as I'm as I'm turning the corner, I pause or I slow my my stride. Yes. And I look back. And as I look back, he looks back at me. Yes. And I'm like, it's fucking on. (laughs) <laughs> and so I go and then immediately I felt this rush of like oh my god I can't believe like I did that. I never do that. I never like touch myself or whatever. And it felt good to kind of get that last look. Mm. But immediately afterwards, I got so scared. I was like holy fuck <laughs> he's going to follow me. <laughs> like I wasn't ready for all this. <laughs> and so I crossed the street and I go into Elliot Bay Books. Yes. And I go into the coffee shop there. Yeah. And Lo and behold was the guy. This bitch followed you followed me into the store into the back of the store to go to the coffee shop mind yeah. you he wasn't going in that direction oh we were God. we were crossing paths he was getting art and he you was, were getting coffee he was getting art and i was getting books and coffee <laughs> so his ass followed me into the coffee shop okay. and we start we see each other and i'm like oh holy shit like what's going to happen you know <laughs> and anyways he turns out to be this really nice this older gentleman who worked, I don't know, for some kind of arch- architecture. Oh,
1: I might know him. Do I know him?
0: No, he was visiting. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So he just had a project. And so, yeah. oh. But anyways, so moral of the story is it, it was very sexual to start, but then he sat down next. Yeah. He lit, like I was sitting down, I found a table already. He came and sat down next to me oh. and he's like, can I sit with you? And you know, the tables in freaking odd Fellows. Yeah. Yeah, it, they're sure. small. Yeah, they are. So small. if you're gonna sit it's down, it's always packed next, there. Yeah, if you sit down with yes. someone you you like know them. Yes, you do definitely. And well, we did not know each other. So he's like, "Can I sit down with you?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." And and he's like, "You're pretty cheeky." And I'm like, oh. "Yeah, I don't know what it was." <laughs> That's called a teaser, right? Yeah, I was teasing, and yeah. then and then we just started talking, and it was a nice conversation. It it opened up with, yeah, I'm a writer, and I'm working on this or whatever, and then he was telling me about his work. But then we started talking about things that weren't even related to our jobs. Yeah, I love the expansion of the definition of cruising. Yeah,
1: because that type of interaction is still really sexually fulfilling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, understanding and like being acknowledged for being attracted to someone. Mm-hmm. I think that's really, I, li- I like that.
0: Yeah. And I don't necessarily know his name. I don't remember his name, but I remember this really thoughtful and meaningful experience. Yeah, I love And it, it felt platonic. It felt like like a friend, like I was getting to know someone on a different level. Yeah. I
1: hope more of that can happen for sure. Yeah. I want that to happen again, you know? too yeah and i hope that when we find our third it's something that is as organic and Mm -hmm. natural of an interaction
0: yeah because there's still intimacy in the platonic yeah yeah
1: for sure Speaking of friends and platonic relationships, to close out our episode, we have a question from a really great friend of ours, and we'd
0: love to answer it here on our podcast. Jarek, can you read the text? Sure. This one's from our girl, Adriana. Yes. Shout out to her. The question is as follows. So I've been in my marriage for over 15 years now, and lately I've been having lesbianish feelings. In the past, I'd just push it all away, but now I'm finding more and more that I want to explore that. I love my husband so much. He's truly my best friend, but he has no clue about how I'm feeling, and I don't think he'll take it very well. What should I do? Should I just try things or dot dot dot? What do you think, (laughs) Robin? Oh my gosh.
1: By the way, we're not experts but (laughs) on anything. (laughs) But don't just try.
0: Don't just cheat on your man. Yeah. If he was a horrible trash man, yeah. Do it.
1: But first of all, 15 years, I mean, you're just now finding
0: out. I don't think so. I no, don't know. but you've been having <laughs> lesbian feelings for a while. Like, let's yeah. be real. You knew. <laughs> you knew. Uh, so congratulations. Congratulations. On yes. deciding that you would like to explore this part of yourself, your this part of your identity and sexuality. <laughs> like, go for it. Yeah. But also do not cheat.
1: Don't cheat. No, I think that for me take small steps. Mm. And when I mean take small steps, include your partner Mm. in those steps, right? And include them in the exploration because it's important that you take this journey with them. Mm
0: -hmm. Assuming that you would like to remain in the relationship. Another possibility here is that that might change. Maybe you don't want to work on it. Maybe he doesn't want to work on it. And in that case, you could leave the relationship. And just a little bit of backstory. This couple, they're artists. You know, they are creative. They have an emotional intelligence that is off the charts. I think y'all could talk it out.
1: Yeah, for sure. The communication part, the honesty, the Mm -hmm. transparency is so important, especially when coming out like this. Yeah,
0: something good can come out of this. I do understand the reticence around talking to your partner versus just going off and trying it and then coming back home and Mm and having it be all the same. Do you really want it to be all the same after you go and try it out or do you think your relationship can morph and have it be supportive of the wants and needs that you have and that your partner may have? I mean, when you're speaking to your partner about these big changes, that could yeah. you know that could possibly ruin some relationships in truth. But that will definitely have some kind of life altering thing uh life altering result it's good to strengthen that relationship you have with this person so that you can have those kinds of conversations and a way to build strength within a relationship is to practice gratitude with one another yeah how does one practice gratitude sometimes in a world where everything just seems so difficult and overwhelming it's very hard to be in that kind of mode where you can be like, you know what? I'm really grateful for the things that I have. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it is difficult, but you have to put it into your schedule sometimes. Be like, yeah, babe, I think today we need to talk about why I, I want to talk about why our lives came together, you know, and celebrate that first. Do that kind of work so that your relationship is strong enough to talk about these hard things change it because
1: it's going to get really tough even yeah. when you're very strong even when the both of you are together strong mm-hmm. those conversations are still hard to hear and so it's about being open to the uncomfortable mm-hmm. and uncertainty the uncertainty and mm-hmm. and sort of sitting with that and then exploring that step by step with your partner with your husband it might take a very long time but that type of Experience together that type of work makes
0: you both stronger. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna just say it. I have a friend who is going through something very, very similar. Okay, this is what's gonna happen. Probably your husband is going to feel like he isn't enough or something. Yeah. And you're going to have to work through that part of it. I mean, I mean that's not
1: something that is easy to get rid of. I will feel inadequate sometimes. Mm-hmm. I w- will feel like I'm just not valued enough. Yeah. One of the things that is really great is when we have these sort of check ins and when we talk about how appreciative and grateful we are of each other, that reinforces our value and our connection, our mm. worth. Yeah. Um, and it makes me feel as if, okay, I need to understand that I'm not everything for this one person and that I am able to, I need to be able to, or I want to be able to listen and be open.
0: Right. And okay. This- something else is going to happen in conjunction with or perhaps a little bit after y'all kind of work it out and like are feeling strong the next thing that's going to probably happen is if (laughs) your man is a little bit (laughs) adventurous he'll be like you know what i think i want to try something new yep right and sometimes that can be are you going to be ready to are you going to be okay with that you know if you are wanting something if you're wanting support for this change I hope you're in a place where you can also support them too because it's it's not a one way street right it's about reciprocity and in that reciprocity I don't know some really sexy things could happen
1: yeah I think it would be a really great relationship like really really steamy could you yes I'm imagining right now (laughs) (laughs) I think no I mean it's so that's very sexy to have those that type of communication open up a lot of doors right for opportunities and for like new experiences yeah
0: but you know what i'm excited for you adriana i'm so excited for you thank you so much for your question that really made me think about i don't know it made me think about how we communicate because i feel like everything that i just said kind of (laughs) just came from how you and i Mm -hmm. opened up our relationship and
1: yeah started to
0: experiment yeah
1: i like that question for sure thank you so much And wow, that was a really great discussion for our first episode. If you'd like our very sound advice or would like to spark our discussion with a topic for our future episodes, email us at lover at brownboylove.com. That's lover at brownboy spelled B-O-I love dot com.
0: Thanks for listening. Brown Boy Love, a podcast journey for our next shared lover. Along the way, we talk about sex, relationships, and all things intimacy with our friends and families. This episode was written, produced, and edited by Jarek Smith and Robinick Fernandez with theme music by Gloria Tells. Big thanks to the luminous Adriana. Wishing you so much love. If you like what you heard, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen. And consider sharing our podcast with all the hotties you know. I'm Jarek Smith. Hugs, kisses, mozzies. Bye!